2: Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is Wednesday the 29th of September and it's just after 8am in the morning. Well, if you only just tuned in, we've had some great interviews this morning. We've spoken to some amazing guests, our good friend Paul Cole, as he's just about embarking on his plane to his next destination. He's heading to Philadelphia for the US Open in the squash world and he's just fell short in the San Francisco Open up against his arch rival rival Ali Farag, and uh, he's an absolute champion. We love what he's about. We also spoke to Nehi Milneskara, Nehi Milneskara, all things mental health, and uh, he had some great insights, some great tools for anyone struggling out there. Make sure you you head over to our Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ app, and you'll get all things on our podcast if you've missed that. So make sure you do that. Nehi Milneskara was very, very good. With those conversations we've also talked about uh code hoppers some code hoppers doesn't have to be rugby the union it can be any sport and we've had some great texas coming in some great texas are coming in. one's here float like a butterfly sleep like a log anthony mundine haha there's from eddie oh there's a bit harsh eddie there's a bit harsh eddie another one here prime time sanders bo jackson craig garr ricky stewart so keep those messages coming through but anyway coming up in the next hour. Uh, later on the show, we've got Jason Forrest. He's the North Otago coach. And, well, good to chat to him. Get to the provinces. The Heartland Championship is well and truly in flight. It's a, it's a bit of a speed. It's a bit of a 100-metre race at the moment. If Top two play for the Meads Cup, three and four play for the Lahore Cup. So you can't take any games lightly. Looking forward to that. But coming up now, we've got our next guest on the show, Simon Raiwalui out of Fiji. He's the Fiji Drua GM and we want to talk to him about the logistics and how they're tracking with their squad and the things going behind the scenes from Simon with the new addition of two teams being added to the Pacific Rugby Competition, Super Rugby Competition. Moana Pacifica being based out of Mount Smart in South Auckland there. And, well, speaking of one of the successful code crosshoppers, code hoppers, Semi Rajadra. Semi Rajadra, playing for the for the Parramatta Eels, and then having a very successful rugby career currently over in the UK. Playing some amazing rugby, but anyway, we'll head to Simon and get his insights to see where Fiji Drua are at at the moment. Good morning, Simon.
1: Bula Banaka, how are you?
2: Bulla, bula. We're good, mate. How are you going? How's the preparations going for, for three Fiji Drua at the moment?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, we've had a pretty short runway. Um, obviously, getting the license uh, signed off uh, uh, early September, so it's been a, uh, a bit of a whirlwind trying to build a Super Rugby team within a month. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. been interesting.
2: And how's the squad building up? Uh, obviously, announcement yesterday with five black players being being announced to the squad. How's how's the squad coming along? You happy?
1: Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're really happy. Um, uh, we've obviously got a nice blend of experience and youth. Uh, local mm. talent and uh, some talent from New Zealand and Australia. We've uh, signed up, uh, as of yesterday, 27 players. So we're looking at a mm. squad of between 37 and thirty-seven and 40. So we've, we've got a little bit of a way to go, but we've got a good base there.
2: How's Mick Byrne going, mate? How's, how's the conversations with Mick? I was lucky enough to be coached by Mick uh, quite a few times. He's an absolute champion. I'm pretty sure your kicking game will be pretty spot on.
1: Yeah, Mick's good. Uh, he's obviously, he's coached me as well. So um, he, he was an ideal candidate. We obviously interviewed uh, a number of world-class uh, coaches. Uh, Mick's uh, experience in building programs, skill base, um, and just general experience he's had within uh, high-performance programs was uh, made him an ideal choice.
0: Hey, Simon, you you said it's a pretty short runway, but like you guys know, this opportunity is unreal, right? So is it just a case of make it work? How kind of flexible have you had to be? And are you just flying by the seat of your pants a little bit, or is that that what it feels like from time to time? Uh, Not
1: flying by the seat of your pants. Obviously, like I said, it's a short runway, but we've been waiting for 20-plus years for something like this. So we're not going to knock knock the opportunity on the head. We, We want to be part of Super Rugby. We've got the opportunity now, and we've just got to make it work.
2: Yeah, now you've got the Fiji, um, you know, Fiji Droa, that is the name of the team, and it's going to have a big Fiji contingency with about the team. How many non-Fijians will you have in the team, or have you had any expression uh, interest from from players outside of the Fiji um, community?
1: So we've uh, at the moment we've only got uh, fijian elig- eligible players signed up. Um, yeah, and we'll, we, it's obviously a team that we uh, is an important piece of our our pathway, so we, we will prioritise um, Fijian uh, players. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yep. if there's a shortfall in certain certain areas, we could look at uh, potentially signing jokers that are non-eligible, but our priority at the moment nice. is uh, Fijian-eligible players.
0: Do you think um you might be able to land a big fish, or is that sitting Like, do you want do you want a, a bit of a headline act to get the season under the way? You just want to get out there and prove that you guys can. Because I know that you the squad that you've got strong, and as you said, you got the right balance. But how would it? How great would it be to have someone a seriously experienced or a bit of a star out there for you?
1: Yeah, well, I think we'll be more looking at that for probably towards the second year, obviously. Starting with our negotiations in September, the actual windows don't actually match up. To well, a lot of our players are in Europe, um, other players are tied up with contracts in uh, either New Zealand or Australia. So, we've got some big name players, obviously gold medal winners uh, at the Olympics, um, some experience, some youth coming from from our high performance programs. So, we will have maybe not as many uh, players that are household names to uh, viewers, but they will become stars eventually.
2: And that's what it's all about for this Fijian Dorot. I spoke about it. The Pacific Islands are a big part of our rugby community. that adds so much, so many talent talented players from from the islands. Is that what this team's about? Expressing giving these younger talent these longer younger players that probably haven't been exposed to the next level, giving them an opportunity to make be, make some super some stars for the future.
1: Yeah, I think one of the one of the biggest things for both uh, the draw and the, the minor Pacific is that pathway to uh, playing for the, the national teams. It's, it's, it's the piece of the puzzle that's been missing from our pathways. We obviously get to national age group uh, teams under 20s, mm. under 23s, and then the opportunities are not there. So now, with these teams being in place, we've created opportunities for our players to be based uh, eventually back in Fiji and be able to play and earn a good living uh, within within our Fijian. Um, uh, professional team, so it's a, it's a huge uh, moment for us uh, I think it's, a, it's going to be huge for Fiji moving forward in the future, so yeah, we're really looking to forward to the opportunity.
0: Oh, it's so exciting and, uh, like, I think everybody, New Zealand fans and just Super Rugby fans in general, couldn't be more thrilled to have uh, as I say the, the Pacific flair that we have seen throughout the competition, but then actually kind of at its origins, but logistically do you, do you guys know where you're going to be based out in the short term and then the long term?
1: Yeah, well, so the first year, obviously due to COVID, we're probably going to, we'll, we're going to be based in Australia. We're not sure where the camp's going to be yet, so, but eventually we will be a fijian based team. So, uh, COVID restrictions, uh, uh, hopefully, going next year with the vaccination rates uh, up. Second year into 2023, hopefully we are uh, back in Fiji playing in front of our our, our people.
2: Mate, have you uh, had any interest? This is probably one, one, one of my all-time favourite players, Joseph Tui, Joshua Tui over in over in UK. Have you had any interest from him?
1: No, I obviously Joshua Josh is one of our one of our superstars <laughs> from Fiji. He's obviously he's tied up with Leon at the moment, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a, he's a high-profile player and the, the, the budget probably doesn't uh, fit this first year, <laughs> but we, 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 we'd, we'd, we'd love to eventually get someone like that back. We've got a number of players over in, uh, over in Europe and playing for professional clubs that uh, we can eventually target. So like, this year is, the, is building that foundation and uh, hopefully uh, the rest will come.
2: Hey, well, We, we can't do this, or well, you can't do this without the support and sponsors and, and, and the money to be able to hire players. Have you been... Happy with the support you've been receiving uh, from from the rugby unions, from Fiji public, and, and happy with being able to create a team out of pretty much nowhere?
1: Yeah, well, it's been, uh, obviously New Zealand rugby's been uh, uh, vital in us getting a licence. Mm. Uh, they've been great. Um, we've, had, we've got support from DFAT Australian government, so they're, they're also good. Um, there's... The sponsors are actually falling into place quite well, so uh, hopefully we'll get some yeah. announcements there. Um, there's a lot of interest in uh, Badrua, but uh, obviously being based away from home that first year, there's going to be additional costs. So it's, it's always going to be a challenge, those financial things, but it's trending well.
2: Talk, tell us about Fiji, mate. How's, how's Fiji tracking? I know you've been through some tough situations over there um, with the Fiji country. You know, COVID has been has decimated it, really. How How's Fiji
1: yeah, well, it, it's, it's been a tough six months, or uh, well, it's been a tough 18 months, mm. really, and I think that's the same for everyone, um, this, particularly these last six months um, with the outbreak of the, uh, the, the second outbreak was really hard on the, the nation, but we, as of yesterday, we reached uh, 70% on uh, double jabs, so um, oh, nice. a lot of the restrictions are being lifted on the 4th of October. Uh, by the end of the, I, I would say october we'll be at 80 percent uh double jabs and once we're there um, i think our borders start to open and a lot of the restrictions are, are going away so there is it has been very very tough and uh, people have suffered uh, as has everyone but um, there is light at the end of the tunnel
0: that's a it's interesting uh, well it's good to, really good to hear those vaccination numbers for the fijian drawer w- well, what what what's your vaccination policy going to be and to play and travel where you have to have everyone in the team uh, support staff and players vaccinated?
1: Yeah, although well, we're gonna to have to look at that. It's obviously pretty early with uh what we're doing, but obviously going into Australia we're gonna need our vaccination vaccination rates up uh up high if not everyone. So we do we obviously going through that getting all that information in place. Ideally we'll give have everyone vaccinated.
0: Yeah, no, uh, fair enough too. Hey, well look, it might not be the Leon Cash and he's on one leg at the moment, so if you want to discount a discounted deal for Izzy Dag, we might be able to uh, we might be able to, <laughs> to s- sort sort something out. He's on one foot, but he he could go alright. I can still
2: kick, mate. I can still kick, I'll help Mick the kick out with some kick. i still remember his techniques, mate. They're still a part of the game today. No,
1: no. No, mate, no, no, you you've got that Fiji Jim Flair. <laughs> Bang he does
0: The tongue wagging the goosey, you got it Simon Hey, th- thanks so much for joining us this morning out of Fiji and yeah, we, it's really good to hear that the country's um up and, and that vaccination rate's going well so thanks so much for joining us man and good luck and we're, we're following along so hopefully we can catch up again
1: Good luck and thanks for having me on
0: No worries, awesome.
1: that's good to hear Izzy
0: Yeah, great man I'm looking forward to this
2: like, uh, I've spoken at many a times with the uh, introduction to the, from the Pacific Islands, they're going to be unearthing some talent that p- otherwise probably we would have missed. We would have missed. They probably wouldn't have the opportunities that current day players, they haven't been exposed over and there. Because of COVID, they probably haven't had the exposure with travel um, scouts being able to go to the islands, see the players. So this is a great opportunity to, to reward the islands and say thank you for everything that you've given to the game today, but also unearth some absolute talent for the future. For the future, that may hopefully, hopefully, can be brewed back into the Fijian system, the Samoan Tongan um, um, systems, so they can actually um, compete in the international level. That's what it's all about for me: competing at the international level and and giving them exposure. So I'm really, really excited to see Fiji up. And Waikato Pacifica entering the Super Rugby Pacific competition.
0: Couldn't agree more. And again, we've spoken about it previously, but just would love to see some of those, the Charles Pietals, you know, those former All Blacks or players that have played for other uh, international teams. One day, hopefully, we can relax the rules. I think that'll be a huge, a milestone achievement if it gets done. I wonder if um, when Namani Indolo is around the world, big Nemzi, he'd be, he's probably in the UK still. I wonder if he'd ever be a chance. He's to at come Leicester Tigers.
2: T- Leicester Tigers, he's over there. Ah, uh, Nemsie, nah. Unless the money's huge. Nemsie doesn't do anything for free, mate. <laughs> he's, over at, <laughs> he's over at Leicester Tigers. You would have played and, with him uh, a bit, eh? You would have played with him at the Cators. I, I played with Nems, and I've, I think I spoke about it once. Like I seen this guy, 140 clicks coming over from Japan. I was like, mate, how's this guy going to gonna move? And then he got on and changed the game against the Hurricanes, and he was a big part to our 2015 run. When, I think it was 2014. 2015, we lost to the Waratahs with our infamous last kick when Richie did nothing wrong. And we lost <laughs> oh, Craig Javier. But any, yeah, Craig Javier. <laughs> Come the on, n- Craig. The nightmare. Um, yeah, but he was a big part of our team that year. Nemani dollar mate. And he'd, he'd go good in league too, someone like that. Well, he'd probably he play back row. Prop. <laughs> <laughs> A prop that can kick, mate, kick off both feet and step and bowl people over, mate. That Fijian fend, you know the Fijian fend? It doesn't look like anything, eh? It's just a little shoulder stroke. It, it always works, mate. It baffles me every single time how people can fall for it, but it always works.
0: Yeah, uh, it's going to be so great to see those lads um, out in Super Rugby. And, and like, I just I reckon we'll talk about it close to the time, but I want us to persist with... Um, The Pacific teams, because Super Rugby, there's so many different iterations of it. We get bored. The Hawaiis, the uh, the Sunwolves, like we we kind of they might get flogged a few times in the first season, and we write them off. But and I think it's our responsibility as fans and as a rugby public, just as much as it is the responsibility of SANZAR or the governing body, New Zealand Rugby, Australian Rugby, uh, the Fijian Rugby Union, to persist. We need to persist with them. Give them a chance, support them, turn up to Mount Smart in Australia, wherever the games are, turn up and really give them a chance because they will only get better the longer they play. And that's what we need for, as as he said, the international game. It's 18 minutes past 8 o'clock. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Our man, Paul Mawate, the party, <laughs> up after this.